0: Riverside Healthcare puts the health and wellness information you need well within reach. Welcome back to the Well Within Reach podcast brought to you by Riverside Healthcare. I'm your host, Liz Unruh, and today I'm joined by Kathleen Curry, Riverside's lactation consultant, to talk about breastfeeding basics. Thanks for joining me today, Kathy. We're glad to have you. Can we start off by you just talking a little bit about yourself and your
1: background? Sure. Absolutely. It's so nice to be here today, Liz. Thank you for having me. So I am a registered nurse. Been a nurse for about 30 years. Initially, I did some cardiac nursing, and then finally, in like 2008, I had the opportunity to transition to um, mother baby care, and from there, I, I moved on to lactation. I've been doing lactation um, as a sort of as an internationally certified lactation consultant, or an IBCLC since 2016 is when i finished but i have been doing full-time for two years
0: okay that's exciting um something kind of like close to my heart right now as i am expecting so something that came to mind it's one of the first questions people seem to always ask you is like are you breastfeeding are you going to be formula feeding can you tell us what the benefits of breastfeeding are
1: absolutely one of my favorite topics (laughs) (laughs) so Breastfeeding benefits baby, particularly we always think about benefits for baby. One of the top ones is it does reduce risk of SIDS. It also helps support their immune system so that breast milk prepares their GI tract and helps support. Also helps reduce ear infections and childhood risk of obesity. So as they get a little bit older, it helps reduce that incidence also lessens the risk of type 1 diabetes and the risk of childhood cancer.
0: So there are a lot of benefits it sounds like for the child, but are there benefits also for the mom as well?
1: Yes, I'm so glad that you asked that. There are some great benefits for mom. It decreases the risk of breast cancer, uterine cancer, endometrial cancer, and also ovarian cancer, so kind of that whole system there. It also, if a mom is a diabetic mom, it helps decrease her use of insulin after having the baby. It decreases risk of bleeding because it helps that uterus go back down to size, so that improves that as well. And also, hand-in-hand with that, it decreases the risk of anemia due to blood loss, and also it decreases the risk of infection.
0: Okay. So
1: there's obviously
0: a lot of benefits for both sides of the group, you know, the mom and the baby. Something that I know ever since I learned that I was expecting, I have gotten like bombarded on social media with all the recommended posts are like, hey, you should do this, you should do that. And one of the things talks about colostrum. Am I saying that right? Colostrum. Colostrum. Mm-hmm. Um, so what is that exactly?
1: Well, colostrum is the first milk. Your body starts making that during the end of pregnancy. Well, actually, funny about like, anyway, partway through pregnancy there. So you may even near the end of pregnancy um, be occasionally leaking or be aware that you have some colostrum. And that first milk is what we would call that. It's a small amount. It's thick, often gold in color, but it can be whitish. And you might sometimes hear us refer to it as liquid gold. And it is just the right amount for baby. It has particularly a high in those antibodies that help protect baby and in the right amounts for their small stomach because baby's stomach is the size of a marble or a grape that first day and colostrum is just perfect for that. So a lot of times you won't feel it, but it's that first milk that we can express for baby and uh, give to baby.
0: Okay. That's what I was going to say. I've heard that liquid gold phrase before. I think that's an interesting concept because like baby's stomach is really so small those first couple of days so would they need any other things besides that while we wait for like the milk to come in because i understand that doesn't always happen right away
1: it typically takes three to five days for that volume increase or that milk to come in as you would say and no in in most cases breastfeeding with just the colostrum is going to be sufficient for baby so baby would feed frequently. And as long as baby is feeding as often as eight times a day, so it's about every two to three hours, we say, baby should be getting enough. The other way, because we don't see what baby's getting when baby's at the breast, is we count diapers. So in the first day of life, we actually only look for one pea and one poop diaper. Day two, we look for two. So the first four days of life, their peas minimally would match their day of life. And then going forward, um, like by the fifth day, When that volume increase has happened, that's when we would expect an increase in diapers to, like, six very wet diapers, and I usually say kind of wet, squishy diapers at that point. (laughs) The first few peas can be kind of small to see. Okay,
0: that's an interesting, you know, you're looking at the diapers. There's so many things, like, going on those first few days.
1: (laughs) Exactly. There is a lot going on. So you would count the peas and poops, and then the other way we monitor it so we know what baby's getting is we monitor baby's weight. Most babies lose weight. Almost all babies lose weight after birth, even if you choose to do formula. We just want to monitor that it's not too much weight, and so as long as baby falls into those guidelines, you count your peas, your poops, and your weights, then baby is getting a sufficient amount at breast. And then we'd also look to see if baby's satisfied. Is baby acting satisfied after a feeding?
0: Okay, and part of this and part of the milk coming in, Riverside has added a breastfeeding support groups to its services. This is free support group is open to all breastfeeding and breast milk feeding parents with the goal of connecting parents to peers and helping them reach their feeding goals. For more information on this lactation service, call 815-935-7342 or visit riversidehealthcare.org. So the other side of this is some questions about, you know, so I have this new baby. Are there cues that I should be looking for or watching for?
1: Yes. So babies will usually tell us when they're ready to eat. Early feeding cues are when baby is making sucking motions. If baby is kind of shifting around in their crib or in their bed, if they're putting their hands in their mouth. Or if they're turning their heads, like what we would call rooting, if they're kind of sinking towards the breast or towards the uh, bed, if they're laying in the bed or anything like that. So those would be cues. Okay.
0: So with those cues, should you feed every time baby gives a cue or is there like a regimented, like I touched on, you know, the first day you feed this often or this much, but how often should you feed baby?
1: well, babies should eat a minimum of eight times in 24 hours. And that can look different based on feeding cues. Uh, Yeah, you would want to respond to what baby's showing you. So if baby's acting hungry, you're going to put baby to the breast. And in the first few days, we especially recommend undressing baby, doing a lot of skin to skin. That's going to help baby latch and feed well. So you would undress baby, put baby on your chest and see how baby's acting at that point and usually move on to latching baby and feeding at that time. So babies will have periods of time where they're sleepy or when they're more wakeful. The first day they like to sleep a lot, so a lot of times we'll have to undress them and do skin-to-skin and kind of wake them up. The second day, they tend to be more wakeful, but you may have heard terms where babies wanna feed frequently. We may sometimes refer to it as cluster feeding, where they may feed hourly, or they may feed almost constantly for a couple of hours. So they do have a varied number of feedings that they do, and you do wanna respond. Babies at the breast cannot feed too often, but you wanna make sure they're getting enough. So once again, you would kind of look to make sure the minimum is eight times a day and that they're having their pees, their poops. And um, then after they go home, you'd be looking for baby to start gaining weight. So that's kind of
0: how you would judge if they're getting enough is the weight in the diapers. Right. So say like a baby is a week old, like how many diapers would you be looking for at that point?
1: By the fifth day, baby's diapers should be at least like six. So usually by the time they're a week old, most times once they hit the mark of doing six wet diapers, they're doing it with almost every single feeding. So that could be, depending on the baby, that could be anywhere from eight to 12 times in 24 hours. Okay. Um, I'm so. sitting
0: here doing the math of how many diapers that's going to be. I'm like, I mean, every oh, baby okay. yes. yes,
1: it can be a lot of diapers. But we like diapers when we're breastfeeding because we know they're getting enough.
0: Yes, that is true. Um, is there anything else that you can think of that we missed or that we need to add?
1: Well, there are some things we can do if baby's not acting um, satisfied at the breast. Okay. And you've fed baby and you've watched for a good latch when you have listened for swallows and early on we're like watching and listening for those swallows which are much easier to see when baby's at the breast but we're also after our, our volume comes in mm-hmm. we're going to be looking for our breast to soften after the feeding so if we've done all these things and baby's not satisfied we can do some hand expression or we or re- remove that milk so we could pump to give that milk to baby.
0: Okay. Yeah. You know, some people have to pump, some people, their baby latches, and that's great. I hope to be one of those people. (laughs) Absolutely. That has no issues. Well, thank you for joining us today, Kathy, and thank you listeners for tuning into the Well Within Reach podcast brought to you by Riverside Healthcare. For more information about the lactation services and the Family Birthing Center, visit riversidehealthcare.org.